0: Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless your name, we magnify your name for who you are, Spirit of God, we thank you for such a wonderful time, we know it's not by our might, it's not by our power, it's by you, Holy Spirit. I pray that as today, you will bring us together to talk about your word in this season of uh, this particular episode. I pray that, oh Lord, anything that will be of complacency, anything that will be of pride to knowing, we cast it out in the name of Jesus, and we pray that, oh Lord, let your will be done. Deliver us from any snare of the devil. I pray that, oh Lord, I'm just a vessel. Use me to bless your people in the name of Jesus Christ, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. Anyone under the sound of my voice, let that person be liberated in the name of Jesus. Anyone going through confusion, anyone going through any attack of the enemy, Father, deliver the person in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, Father, open the eyes of people. Take them deeper, those in bondages. Liberate them in the name of Jesus. Let there be healing. Let there be the demonstration of your power. Let people see the evidence of your kingdom thank you father for what you have done in the name of the father the son and of the holy spirit amen Amen. yeah we thank god for such a wonderful time we thank him for such a wonderful episode and on today's episode the message is entitled the complacent christianity Amen. amen the complacent christianity the complacent christianity and our main scripture is in matthew chapter 9 verse that's the key scripture i believe that as you are we always learn on this episode you have your bible your book and your pen you are noting down something matthew chapter 9 verse number 35 the book of matthew chapter 9 verse number 35 the bible says that and jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Verse 36, the Bible says, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd then said he to his disciples the harvest is truly plenteous but the laborers are few pray therefore the lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest amen Amen. the complacent christianity amen you see christianity is all about the life of jesus living the example life of jesus christ and when you read this main key scripture you understand that jesus demonstrated a pattern of life that he expected his followers to live as christians or anyone uh, called a pastor a priest he said that jesus went about all the cities and villages he went to the cities and villages and what was he doing he was teaching in their synagogue he was t- teaching the word of God, teaching the scriptures. Then, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel, all of us know that when we talk about the gospel, it means good news. Yeah, so he was preaching the good news of the kingdom. And what is the kingdom? The kingdom of God is the royal power. The royal, the supernatural. You see, one thing you have to understand, in the Greek word of kingdom... It means Basilia. So when you say the kingdom of God, it means Basilia to choose, which means the supreme power of God to rule. Amen. Amen. So Jesus was talking about the good news of the royal power. And the kingdom of God is a supernatural kingdom. It's a kingdom that uh, is full of power. It's a kingdom of power, not kingdom of wealth. It's a, a kingdom that cannot be moved. That's why when we read Hebrews, you said we have a kingdom that cannot be moved. It's a kingdom that cannot be moved, that cannot change. The way it is, is the way just as it is. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So the Bible said, Jesus was preaching the gospel of the kingdom. So he was talking, the Bible, what the Bible is trying to say, Jesus was announcing the supernatural, the supernatural of God. And through the supernatural of God, there was healing of sickness and diseases among the people. And because of that, Jesus was not content. So the Bible says when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them. Because they fainted." Yeah. Whenever we talk about the kingdom of God... As we said it's a supernatural whenever there is an existence of a supernatural and people are fainting it shows that there is no supernatural works amen so jesus had the message that the gospel of the kingdom which is the supernatural when it's arrived people should not faint and people should not scatter abroad amen so the man feature that distinguish the gospel of the kingdom of God from other gospels is the supernatural evidence of God's presence and power. Yeah. The supernatural evidence of God's presence and power is the only thing that can what? Separate the gospel of the kingdom of God from the gospels of others. Because when you say gospels, Or when you say gospel, as we say, good news. And many people are giving people good news. When you go to the Malam, he will tell you that he has a good news. Any place that you go, they will give good news. But the difference between the gospel, which means the good news of God's kingdom, and that of other ways of uh, excitement and emotions, is the supernatural evidence of God's presence and power. Amen. So when you read, Mark chapter, Mark chapter 16, verse number 15. The Bible says, and he said to them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So Jesus was talking about the gospel of the kingdom. Every creature. He that believe is baptized shall be saved, but he that believe not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. This is the supernatural signs. The supernatural signs of the gospel. Of the kingdom of God. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover so then after the lord has spoken to them he was received up to heaven and he and sat on the right hand of god so right now you see jesus is sitting at the right hand of god and he has given we the christians who form the what you call the christianity that we should go out and what talk about the gospel which is the kingdom we should we should demonstrate the kingdom of God. And they went forth. And preached everywhere. Which means they were talking about the supernatural power. They were giving good news. Because the good news of the kingdom is that in my name, you cast out devils. In my name, you speak in new tongues. In my name, you shall take up serpents. And if you even take taking Deadly thing, you will not, it will not hurt you. You you shall what you shall lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And I will say that. And when they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. So which means that God as He sent them to go and teach in the synagogue and preach. The gospel of the kingdom, he confirmed the signs of the supernatural. He he made the difference. That's why I say that there's a, a main the main difference be, that distinguishes the kingdom of God's uh, the kingdom of God, the gospel of the kingdom of God, and other gospels as people think that is good for them. Is the supernatural evidence of God's presence and power. And God was confirming. So, which means that for God to confirm, there is a sign that. The, 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 the devils were cast out. They were speaking in tongues. They, many of them got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, there's a difference between the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in diverse tongues. Diverse speaking of tongues is a gift whereby someone is in a Ghanaian and that person can, who, have, who doesn't know anything about, uh, let's say, a, a, a language of a Canadian language or let's say an Argentine language but the person who just speaks in the, the, that foreign country language, that is a diverse speaking of tongues. It's a sign that as it came to the apostles, you, when you notice, the Bible says that uh, a rash mighty wind, when it came, they had a cloth tongues of fire, which is the, the unknown tongue, that is the tongue speaking, the language of the spirit. So they begin to blow in an unknown tongue. Then from there, they, di- they, they divert into what? Diverse speaking of tongues, whereby they were speaking the language of people. So there is way between these two tongues, yeah, there's a difference between that. We have diverse speaking of tongues, whereby I can speak, uh, let's say, for uh, w- 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 example of these languages, The language I can speak, a Chinese language, based on the environment that I am. God can do that. It's because, you see, the reason why we, 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 we think that God cannot make me speak a, Ch- a Chinese language when I get to China, is because we are complacent. Amen. Yeah, and it's because we are complacent. And to be a complacent Christian or for us to pra- uh, practice complacent Christianity is a sign that we ourselves, we have limited the evidence of what God can do. Amen. Okay. So whenever we talk about a, comp- a complacent Christianity, it's, it's, a, it's living a life of Christ in a, lim- a limited form. Because Jesus was limitless. Because he went, when he went, he was preaching. He was teaching. He was healing the sick. And you see, because he was a man who, who seems that he is limit, uh, limitless. Because he had the, the the oil without measure. That was the reason why when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. Nowadays, you see that uh, m- many Christians, you, you can see people dying and going to hell. But they are not... They, they They are not worried. It doesn't bother them. Why? Because they themselves, they are limited. They are limited. That's the reason why. That's the reason why. They are limited. And because of that, they cannot see the supernatural. Because the kingdom of God, which is super, is a limitless. It's it's a, a kingdom that rules the natural. And let me make this correction. Satan or the kingdom of darkness is not in the supernatural. No, the word supernatural means above natural. And in the earth realm, we have two realms: we have the sin realm and the unseen realm. So, which means that even the unseen realm, we have two folds, whereby people categorize one as the the second heavens where principalities and yeah, this particular realm is in on earth. We call it the preternatural, which means the 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 outside nature, and it's on this earth. So we have the natural realm, we have the preternatural realm, which occultics and all these things they operate for. Then we have the supernatural, whereby only God is. That's the above natural. So when he says something is above natural, then you should understand that the workings of the above natural will go to extent whereby when you compare the natural with it, it cannot work. That's why Jesus said that it is impossible for man because man is in the natural. But with God, all things are possible. Why? Because in the realm of God is a realm of the supernatural. Yes. And you you understand that even Satan or this kingdom of, the the, the, dark kingdom, they are limited. Because they are operating in the preternatural. They, they just steal and they give it to others. That's what they do. They don't have anything. They don't produce anything. That's why the Bible says that every good and every perfect gift comes from God. So, if the church becomes complacent with their lives... And when you say something, is, when you talk about complacent Christianity, to practice complacent Christianity, it means to present a friendly gospel. One that is aimed at uh, placating the conscience. Like you are doing something just to motivate. One thing you must understand that the word of God is not a, a motivational writings. It's an inspirational writings. And when you talk about something inspirational, the inspirational thing is a supernatural thing. Because the Bible says all scripture is given by the inspiration. It didn't say motivation. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for what? For correction, for instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be made perfect, thoroughly finished unto all good works. And when we when also read Second uh, Peter chapter 1, eh, verse 20, the Bible said Knowing this verse, no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. The prophecy came in old time, not by the by the holy men of God, as they were what moved by the Holy Spirit, as they were inspired. And inspiration deals with supernatural. Amen. Amen. So when, when you when you when you preach or when when you live your life as a Christian, or when you think that Christianity is just to just to uh, placate the conscience, then you are living in a complacent rem whereby God is not happy amen mm-hmm. so when we also read this scripture Romans chapter Romans chapter 1 verse number 16 Paul says something Romans chapter 1 Romans chapter number 1 verse 16 Paul says something here he said that for i am not ashamed of the gospel which means the good news of the same kingdom The gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God. That's why I say that the kingdom of God is a kingdom of power. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe. To the Jews first and also to the Greek. Amen. Supernatural. Supernatural. Acts chapter 1 verse number 8. It says that you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you'll be my witness unto what? Judea, uh, Samaria, Jerusalem, and also to the outermost part of the world. The reason why many, many ministries or churches do not preach the gospel of the kingdom because they they produce what we call complacency in in the motion. (laughs) Because right now, uh, it is hard for you to see the church, which Jesus said that you shall receive power which means the supernatural. And when it comes on you, you'll be witness in uh, Judea, Samaria, Jerusalem, and outermost. which means that missionaries. Right now, it's hard to see that people are being sent. Even the people that we are going to send, they are free. It's because they they are interested to be in the realm of complacent life of uh, being a Christian. And that's not the case. Jesus came to save all. So when... As we read the scripture, the Bible said that and he told them that anyone who believes these signs, which means these workings of the supernatural, and the Bible said when they went, the Lord started confirming the signs. Casting out devils. Eh? If you're a Christian, you should be able to cast out the devil. Casting out devils, healing the sick. Right now, the the, the church even believes in signs than even the power of God. They believe in science. They believe in medicine. They believe in what the doctors will say rather than the power of God. And it's a sign that we are living in a realm or the church is operating in a realm called the complacent Christianity, which means the limited Christianity. Amen. Mm -hmm. There is no room for supernatural and they do not believe that all things are possible with God. Yes. Whenever you see people doing things anyhow, there's a sign that they, there's no room for the supernatural. Yeah, there's no room. when there's no room for supernatural in a church or in the life of a Christian, you see that they do not believe that all things are possible. They believe that what the doctor is saying is possible. Are you getting it? And they are forgotten that the ways of God are different from the ways of man. And the thoughts of God are different from the thoughts of man. And they have forgot that no matter what people will say, no matter what you say, what God says, and if you no matter what the devil himself will say, what God says is what final. They have forgotten why it's because that person is operating in a realm of complacent, and limited. And Jesus didn't come to limit us. If Jesus, because already we were limited people. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So, for all have sinned and fall short, which means you'll be limited of the glory of God. So, Jesus came that we may move in the realm of the limitless realm of God. Because he was moving in that realm, and when he was going, he said that, continue. And he even said that you'll do greater things. It's not like we will, be, we, we will take the place of Jesus, but we have to continue. We have to be vessel. That's why the Bible said, in a great house, there are many vessels. Why, 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 what is the essence of the vessel? You say that in the great house, there are many vessels, some of gold, some of, what, wood, silver, earth, eh? and some to honor and some to, what, dishonor. God knows that there will be some people who live a realm, or there will be churches, or there will be ministries, or there will be some Christians, category of Christians, who will be just like the Pharisees and the Sadducees, who just limit themselves so they you know that they, some to honor and some to dishonor and paul said that if any man will purge himself he'll be a vessel ready for the masters so which means that the reason why you are an apostle you are not an apostle for yourself the reason why you are a prophet you are not a prophet for yourself you are an evangelist you are not an evangelist for yourself a pastor you are not a pastor a teacher no matter what you are doing you are not, you are not a christian for yourself you are a christian to. To continue on the works because when the Bible said that Jesus was taken up and he was seated at the right hand, as we read Mark chapter 16, verse 15 to 20. And the Bible said that they went forth after Jesus left and sitting at the right hand of the Father. And the Lord confirming, confirming. Yeah, a complacent Christian is a Christian who even forgot to, to, to do evangelism, he forgot to win a soul. He forgot to win a soul. A complacent. Is that the way that when someone, uh, uh, someone reports to him that I, 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 I'm sick or my head is paining me, so oh, let's go to the hospital? That's a complacent person. It's a powerless. It's a realm of powerless. A realm that you don't operate in the supernatural. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Because when we read Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. On the day of Pentecost, the Bible says that there was a rushing mighty wind. And when it came upon them, they begin to speak to us. They begin to divert in other languages. And look at what Peter, from there, look at what Peter did. And Peter, you see, Peter said, on the last day, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters will prophesy. He was talking about the supernatural. The kingdom of God. Yes. The kingdom. Because right now there's no you see the reason why there's no vision in the church many people don't many people don't have dreams they don't have visions they, they some people even speak against prophecy or the prophetic is because they don't they, they themselves they are complicit because the bible is that we have we have four realms of the bible we have we have four four realms you talk about prophet the bible itself is prophetic the bible itself because the bible is a word of prophecy no all pro, all, all scripture is given by the inspiration of god eh? no prophecy of the scripture you see no prophecy which means that the bible itself is what a prophecy from genesis to revelation it's, it was a prophecy talking about jesus and as i said the old testament talks about the shadow life of jesus and the new testament talk about the manifestation life of jesus so the Bible itself is word of prophecy. Then, as you become serious, you move to a realm called the spirit of prophecy, where the Holy Spirit come and take control over a body because you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Then he use you to prophesy. So to prophesy is not me that you are a prophet. Oh, you're a Christian. If you're a Christian, you should you should be able to prophesy. Yeah. Then we have the gift of prophecy. It's a gift whereby you see. If you don't desire, it to not come. The manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to prophesy. And when you when you read, as you read down in First uh, Corinthians chapter twelve, verse one, Paul said that concerning spiritual gifts, I make you not ignorant. Verse seven, it says that the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to all. And as of the giftings, he said that the word of knowledge, the word of knowledge will take you to the to the uh, the past of the person, whereby you can go. That you have the descending of spirits, you have the the. Uh, sorry the word of wisdom you go past you go to the person past then we have the word of knowledge go into the future whereby the holy spirit can use you to enter what is about to happen like agabus then we have the last realm of the prophetic that is the office of a prophet so for you to prophesy doesn't mean you're a prophet No, it's an office when someone is a prophet it's an office when you check the life of John the Baptist, John the Baptist was a prophet in an office. But, but there was no way, you see, John the Baptist was giving names and all these things. But he was a prophet. So it's not like because the person cannot mention your name doesn't mean that he's not a prophet. No. The assignment, is see, there's a difference between the office, the functionality, and the assignment. The assignment of John the Baptist was to bring the people's heart and prepare the way of the Lord. The functionality is to prepare the way of Jesus. To baptize Jesus. And we see, amazingly, Jesus said that among all who were born by women or men, there's no one. (laughs) This means from Adam to John the Baptist, who is the last prophet of the Old Testament, no one is greater than him. Because no one came to pave a way for the Jesus. So for him to be a way, someone to pave the way for the the Messiah, then it's a sign that he's a great prophet. And Jesus even went further and said that the least in the kingdom, the reason why he said the least in the kingdom, because right now the kingdom of God is a kingdom of the supernatural, and it's now in here. It's not like something that is going to happen. It's now in here. It's now in here. That's why a fisherman, Peter, saw someone who was lame from the birth, and he said that, rise up and walk in the name of Jesus, and the man rose up someone who was dead, say, "Talita Kumi, Dokas, arise. Then Peter could just speak, and someone would just die, Ananias and Sapphira. He was moving in the realm of the supernatural. Peter would just speak, and the Bible said that the, the, the Holy Spirit fell on them when he went to the house of Colonius, the And they begin to speak in tongues and prophesy. Hey, look at, just one day, they speak in tongues and prophesy, because Peter was a supernatural Man of God. Just one day, Peter was able to win 3,000 souls by just speaking. The moving of the supernatural. The supernatural is a limitless realm. Amen. Amen. So the reason why we cannot see what they, what they saw is because we have made ourselves. When you read uh, Acts chapter 16, Verse number sixteen. When Paul and Silas were in prison, the Bible said they they were singing and they were praying. Suddenly, the foundation of the prison shook, and the prison. I mean, it's supernatural. Is it the way that you see? It is not natural, naturally speaking. It is not normal for someone to be in prison. They, we have a key. Where whenever you are in a prison, there is a key, right? And the key has to be used to open the prison door. When you have an handcuff, there is a key that you to be. To open so that the handcuff will come down, but the Bible says that this one it was not just I'm just Ghana made handcuff or the handcuff you see here. It was a thick chain that was on them, and they were they were put into a, a deep place whereby quaternions of uh, soldiers were even had to guide them. And the Bible says when they sank and they pray, the foundation of the prison began to shoot, and the gates open and the chain dropped. and even the prisoner was afraid. Because it's not normal. That's the supernatural. Supernatural, when you bring it to the human understanding, it's not normal. Yeah. So the church supposed not to be in the realm of complacence. To be limited. To be satisfied with what we are. That we, are we are just... Do you think God, it is the heart of God for just uh, the whole world of what uh, normally they say 6 billion or 7 billion of people that they think, you think that God wants just one billion to go to heaven? It is the heartbeat of God that even all the seven billion, all of them will go to heaven. That's why he sent the son. Because Jesus came to the world. What When you say the world, when you check even the global map of the world, it means the continent of America, the continent of Africa, the continent of what? Europe, Asia, Madagascar. Are you getting it? So all these continents... When you bring it together, is the word. So the Bible said, for God so loved the word. Are you getting it? So God loved the word. He, so he loved all categories of people. And he sent a son. That whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting. So with me, that it is the heartbeat of God that the whole world will be saved. And he said, they went. They obeyed. They were willing. And they went. And God was confirming. They 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 didn't make their mind to limit themselves. Yes. So the reason why there's no manifestation of God's power in the church in our days or in this 21st century is because of complacent lifestyle. Yeah, We are too friendly with the gospel. We present a friendly gospel. We are not saying that go and fight with someone. Are you getting it? Yeah, we are not going to go and fight with someone, but what I am trying to say is that the Bible says for the day of John the Baptist after the kingdom of God suffered and violence seemed to take it by force. There yeah, are some people you have to force them in, in the in the light, force them in the light. Just like uh, these uh, Muslims, we have two categories of Muslims. We have the the sinners, and we have the the Shittites. Uh The the, the Muslims this category of muslims the the when muhammad died they said that a caliph supposed to be to be the leader instead of as muhammad was no more dead. that according to the history as i read some books of the islams then we also have the sinu uh, the the shittites the shittites were those who were saying that the muhammad's adopted son ali is supposed to be the the leader and they, they, they are radical. They will force you. <laughs> so when you even check the percentage, you see that the, the Shiites they are about uh, 93% of when you talk about Islam. And they force, you can't go to Iraq, you can't go to Iran and you just announce whatever you want there. They are using force and Radical means to change people, to, 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 to be part of what they believe. And you see, the Bible has made us understand that Jesus is the only God. There's no one. There's no one. Let me tell you, anyone who come here, who come on this earth, including me, we are all servants. We are all people who were meant just for one person. That's Jesus Christ. So even right now, if Jesus has made me an adopted son, I am not the only begotten, I am not the begotten son. There's one begotten son, and that's Jesus. So anyone who comes after Jesus or before Jesus, all of them are workers. They were all vessels. Jesus is the son of God. Amen. Amen. Yes. So we, we, it is time the church have to move from the realm of complacency to the realm of the supernatural. The realm for people to have the evidence of the, of the, of the power of God. Whereby the, the, those, like, look, you check the madman of Gadara. Jesus said, Live. And, like, see? So when he said Christianity, it means living the pattern, living the life of Christ. That's why Paul said that when we read uh, Ephesians 4.20, he said that you have not learned Christ. So which means that you have not lived the life of Christ as a Christian. Or oh, as a preacher, a pastor, apostle, whatever you who you are, you have not lived that life. Because the life of Jesus is to teach in synagogues, preach the gospel of the, the supernatural, the kingdom of power, heal the sick, cast out devils, raise the dead. Yeah. that's a limitless Christianity. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's why when you read Mark chapter. Eleven, verse number twenty-two. He said, "Have faith in God." You see, the reason why the church is uh, living is full of complacent. It is because there is no faith, fear. You see, whenever I I always say this: whenever there is fear, whenever there is fear, it means that there is a presence of a devil. And whenever there is a a faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of sin, no sin, acting upon the word of God. Whenever there is faith, it means that God is there. Because the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. So the reason why the church or the body of Christ is moving in a complacent way, limited way, is because there is no faith. Yeah, Because if you have faith, you will not believe in research. You do not believe in research because... Doctors, all of them, they do research. What all they do there's just a discovery. But when you have faith, you have faith in someone who invented the thing and it's covered. Huh? So, someone go and do some research and say that, oh, this medicine, then you, 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 it's a sign that you don't have faith because faith is unto God, amen. amen. So, when we read Mark chapter 11, verse number 22, he says that. And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. Have faith in God. For very I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever. He said, Amen. Amen. This is the demonstration of the supernatural. Jesus was walking on the sea. So he said that if you will not doubt, you see, faith, fear goes with doubt. Fear. Eh? Whenever there is doubt, fear just come in. But whenever there is faith, that's where you see the, 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 the strange possibilities of God. You see the supernatural. You encounter the supernatural whereby you don't live your life in the natural, but you live it because we are spirit beings uh, meant to control the natural. We are not natural beings to control supernatural. You cannot control the supernatural. Rather, we are supernatural beings because we have the image of God. Amen. Amen. Yes. So you say if you have faith, you can say to this mountain. So which means, that, that mount, the word mountain there means obstacle. You can say to, you, can, you can speak to the, the struggle. You can speak to the problem. When Jesus encountered the storm, he said, be, be peace. Be still. When Jesus encountered the madman of Gadara, he said, out! He commanded the demons, the legions, to leave the man. When Jesus encountered the, the man born blind, he formed a clay. He, he went back to Genesis chapter 1, uh, Genesis chapter 2, and he formed a clay. Then the man whose eyes was closed from birth, blind, was able to see. Supernatural. He was demonstrating that Emmanuel, which means God is with us. God is with us. God, God is with us. Amen. Amen. That was Jesus. That's why I said, have faith. If you have faith, and you say to the mountain, everything that has been a mountain in your life, if you, can, if you have faith, huh? so it means that if you are a complacent Christian, your life will be full of mountains, struggles. Paul said that there is a great door. In fact, you are open unto me, but there are many adversaries. So you can—that's what the Bible says: submit to the and resist the devil, and he will, he will flee. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So, whatever has been a mountain in your life, it takes you to move in the realm of the supernatural, the kingdom, the gospel. You see, the gospel of the kingdom. You see, the good news of the kingdom of power. The goodness of the royal power. The supreme power of God. Supreme power above all powers. Power that created beginning and end. Yeah. Amen. Amen. As you are listening to me in the name of Jesus. If you are sick. Anywhere you are sick. I just want you to place your hands there. In the name of Jesus. Receive the healing. Receive the healing touch of Jesus now. Holy Spirit, touch the people now. In the name of Jesus. Anyone listen to me who is on a sick bed. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. Anyone having a kidney problem, a colon cancer, any forms of cancer in your system that the doctor has decreed, upon your life. In the name of Jesus, it's a counsel. Amen. We neutralize by the blood of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says that unto Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, to the blood of the sprinkling that speaks better, better things than that of evil. We stand by the blood of Jesus and we neutralize all cancers. Amen. We neutralize all sickness. Amen. Anyone who believes in the supernatural, as you are listening to me, you believe in the supernatural. You believe that with God all things are possible. You believe that Jesus said, I am the resurrection of the life. If you are, if you are in front of someone who is dead, just place this particular uh, tape, this particular audio with the person. That dead body, rise up in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, rise up. I command the dead body to rise up. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. And life. And whosoever believes in me, even though when the person dies, he will live. In the name of Jesus, that person on a sick bed, that person who has gone for a coma. Rise up in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up in the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone also going under trauma, delusions, confusions in the mind. Receive stability in the name of Jesus. Receive liberation in the name of Jesus. Be set free in the name of Jesus. Be set free in the name of Jesus. Be set free in the name of Jesus. Anything that your heart desire, receive it in the name of Jesus. Any breakthrough that you have been looking for a long time, receive it in the name of Jesus. Doors are being opened in the name of Jesus. Doors are being opened in the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive the supernatural possibilities of God. Amen. It's coming on you now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Maybe as you are listening to me, you are not born again. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Said that except a man, he cannot enter the kingdom of God, which means that for you to experience the supernatural, you need to be born again. You need to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. I thank you for dying on the cross. I have admitted that I'm a sinner. Have mercy on me. Write my name in the book of life. I pray, oh Lord. Have mercy on me. Anything that I've done that is no good in your sight. From today, I take your life. Use me for your works. Use me to walk in the supernatural. Use me from today to heal the sick. Use me from today to cast out devils. Use me from today, oh Lord, to be a vessel ready for the master's use. May I be a Christian of power, a Christian who has an encounter with God, a Christian full of demonstrations. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Maybe as you are listening to me, you have been listening to us, you have got a testimony. You, 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 as we are praying, you saw that something inside you, you there's a testimony. Someone has risen up from the sick bed, something has changed as you are listening. Some, there's a testimony you want to share. The Bible said they overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. I want you to call this line. It's one of our pastors. Uh, this is Reverend William from uh, Holy Hill Chapel. Under the universal denomination of the Holy Spirit. I want you to call this line. And you'll get encounter with one of our pastors. His name is Minister Richard. The, n- the number is 548 You can call this line and share your testimony. And if you're also listening to me, you don't have a church, find a Bible-believing church. Or you can also just contact the same number and your life will never be the same. Keep on listening to the Rhema Word. God bless you.